It's that time of the week again. BYU team captain Clark Barrington joins the show. We'll talk a little bit about the ECU loss, what BYU needs to do to get a win, hopefully up on the blue turf this weekend against Boise State, and a whole lot more. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. Apologies for my voice. I told you guys yesterday on the podcast, coming out of sore throat, and it's very much settled in. So we'll soldier through this, but please be joined once again by Clark Barrington. And a big thank you once again to all of you for making us your first listen of the day. Uh, Clark, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. That's what we like to hear. Uh, so I, I want to take first take a look back a little bit at ECU. I said earlier this week on the podcast that I felt like you guys went out and put forth what I would I would call a winning effort for at least three and a half quarters. And then in the final eight or so minutes of that game, some unfortunate penalties, uh, there's a pass interference, etc. And then you guys ultimately fall on a walk-off field goal. So give me your sense of what you take away from that East Carolina loss. Yeah, you know, um, no, I think I would agree with you on what you said you know um we did a lot of good things um you know the run game being being part of that and but you know there, there were those critical critical fourth downs that that we weren't able to to convert and that ultimately decided the game so now, obviously, uh, you guys ran the ball about as well as you guys have run in quite a while uh, can you point to anything in particular as to why you guys had so much success on the ground um, I think it was just good to get it started early. Um, you know, we that was kind of the emphasis that week. You know, we're going to go in, we're going to grind, grind on them, and 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 run the ball and, and and establish that early in the game. And so, I think just having the opportunity to to establish that that run game early um, really helped us. So. Now, obviously, you guys want to control the line of scrimmage. You guys want to control the time of possession. Something you guys have struggled with most of this year, and you guys did it in that game. How important is it for you guys to get that, essentially to win the time of possession battle and get the requisite amount of plays if you guys have hopes of winning football games? Yeah, I think it's super important. Um, not only for the offense, but but also for the defense, right? Try to keep them off the field, keep yeah. them fresh. And so so when they go in there, they're, they're ready to make plays. And, and I feel like we, we did a good job of that. Now, uh, in that game, I thought it was a, it was a it was a pretty fun environment. I thought all things considered, uh, BYU fans kind of a late arriving crowd on a Friday night. How much do you guys? And I think I've asked you this before, but how much? I'm gonna ask you again. How much do you guys draw in in terms of BYU fans on your home turf, them cheering you guys on? How much do you guys draw from their support? Yeah, I think it's a, a big deal. You know. Um uh, it's always nice to be able to have that home crowd and, and get, get some energy and feed, feed off their energy, you know, that they bring. Uh, but we also understand that we need to be able to ready, be ready and go play in, in any environment. So, but it's definitely nice to have them, you know, they're having our back. So now obviously you guys have lost four straight here. You guys didn't win a game in the month of October. Uh, just give me a sense of uh, where's, where is the team? Cause you're a team captain, obviously you're a guy who's expected to kind of lead the way uh, for this team. Uh, help me understand where the team's at right now, despite losing four straight and then going up to Boise. Um, you know, I, th- I think um, kind of looking at, 
how we played, you know, against East Carolina really kind of shows you where we're at as a team. Um, you know, we, we came out with, with a mindset to win the game and, and energy to do so. And, you know, it just didn't fall, fall our way. And so I think that's the same mindset where we have going into Boise. Um, you know, we're hungry and, and, and we're, we're, we're coming to win and, and we're going to do everything within, within our power to do so. So now, obviously you guys got to win two of your final three games at minimum to make it to bowl season. Has that been a conversation at all this week between you and the coaches, et cetera? Um, I think it, you know, it's, it's in everybody's minds, but, uh, you know, we're doing our best to try to focus on, on what's next, you know, and, Mm -hmm. And going one game at a time and, and playing the season, you know, even one play at a time and, and focusing on that and, and hoping that, that goes well and, and, and then moving on from there. So Now, this is the final game. You guys have played 10 straight weeks before you finally get to a bye week. Uh, how important are those bye weeks for you guys? Yeah, I think they're important. It's an opportunity for us to, you know, focus on ourselves and get better that way. And then also just focus on our, 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 you know, maybe injuries or whatnot and, and get healthy. And so I think it will be a good opportunity for us to, to take time and get healthy and then, you know, focus on ourselves and, and, and improve ourselves. So, Is there any, I, I don't know how to describe this. Is there any thought of like you guys thinking ahead, like, okay, we got next week off. We just got to get through this game. Is there any thought in terms of that in terms of in your mind? I think so. Um, you know, I think there's kind of a, th- a thought of, Hey, you know, we'll have, we'll have next week, you know, to, to start feeling better and, and prepare a little bit more, you know, so let's put everything out there on the field that we have and, and give her all so, so that when next week comes, we, we can feel good about what we did. So. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit more about Boise. We'll get to that here in a moment. Uh, first, I need to get a word in on one of our great sponsors here, and that's our friends over at Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy enhanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. This is why it's absolutely incredible. The best part about Simply Safe is they monitor it 24 7. You, even if you're not at home, they are willing to uh, get dispatch authorities if they notice something out of uh, out of the ordinary. Uh, they also use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is will, so you can get priority police response. So it's absolutely incredible. Don't miss your chance to save on the only security system that I would recommend. Get fifty percent off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockedoncollege. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com/lockedoncollege. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you once again for joining us here on Locked On Cougars and on the Clark Barrington Show. Want to remind you guys: make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter to the most uh, to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Clark. Obviously, you guys have played Boise a lot in your time uh, playing for the Cougars. They've actually been one of the few constants on your guys' schedule during the independent era over the past twelve years. And they've been a, a yeah. very willing partner to play you guys annually. So, uh, can you, I guess I start? Let's start here. What do you enjoy about uh, facing Boise State? And I guess uh, conversely, what do you hate about playing Boise State? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's always a good good uh, contest, and uh, you know it's always a good game, and and so I'm excited to be able to play them again. 
Um, you know, I think you, you do start to gain, you know, almost a hatred for some of the guys you play against and, and the D line, uh, you know, they, I've played against all of them, you know, multiple times. And so, you know, it's an old D line and, and, and I think they probably feel the same way against us, uh, about us. I mean, and so, um, I'm just excited to play them again and, and go to head to head, head to head with them again. So. Now, uh, as I mentioned, you guys have played Boise every year in Independence. Uh, do you the the biggest thing is BYU's only won on the blue turf against Boise one time. It was during the pandemic. You guys went up there, Tyler Algier. The, I was at the very first play of the game. Yeah. Breaks off a big touchdown run, and you guys ran away with that one. But traditionally, you guys have struggled up there on the blue turf. What makes it so hard to win games up there? Um. Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> um, you know, of course, it's a, it's a good environment and, and whatnot. You know, the only time I played up there, you know, was was that game um, during the pandemic. So um, that's the only one I kind of have to to look back on. And you know, it was empty. So I'm sure when when it's full, it's a it's a good place to play. You know, I've heard from from the coaches and all that. You know, it, it's going to be loud. It's going to be a good environment. So we're excited to to go in there and, and play the game. So. Well, so Clark Barrington has no, no no other idea of losing on the blue turf. He's only won there. So, hey, you go up there yeah. and take care of business, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, obviously, they wear those blue uniforms on that turf. Is that truly, in your mind, a, an advantage for them? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot that uh, – like, I don't think your vision gets affected by the blue turf. I, I don't know. I think it's different once you're on there and playing on there than than watching from above. So Well, I can as a, as a, that's what I was going to ask you because when I watch it, it's just like this fluorescent, like it's like burning my eye sockets, I feel like, watching right. it obviously on TV and also in person. But So you say when you get out there on the turf, it's not ne- necessarily as bad then? Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so when it comes to the Boise series, is there – I don't know, a moment or a, I guess a play during this time that you've played against Boise that you will always remember? Um, you know, I think the one that you mentioned, you know, seeing Tyler go for, what was it, 80-something yards? Something I don't like know. that, yeah. Yeah, 80-something yards in, in what, I think it was the second, third play of the, of the game. You know, that'll always be a, be a great memory um, in my mind, so. Now, obviously, you're a kid from the Pacific Northwest. Boise, did they ever recruit you at all in high school? Yeah, they did a little bit. So, did you give him any thought, or was BYU like your place to be? Um, I don't know. They they didn't end up offering me in the end, so okay. no, it wasn't really much of a thought there. And okay, and I came here. So, so the, the reason I asked that is because Mason Wake. I I know you're probably pretty familiar with Mason and everything. Like he plays, yeah, yeah. He, he's lining up alongside you guys. I had a conversation with him when he was a freshman and uh, this was actually when he was when you guys were going to Utah State to play that year. This might have been 2018 if I recall correctly. And it's one of the more famous interviews I've ever done in all of my career at BYU because he uh, he said that Boy, uh, Boise State was a school he dreamed of going to all growing up. It was like his school. He always dreamed of going there and they ignored him. And they also said that Utah State said they were going to offer him. They were loving him up. And they said, as he, quote, as he said, quote, they ghosted me. And I've got nothing more than I want to go up there to both of those schools and show them what they missed out on. And I, I think that there, there are guys like that, that they draw motivation from slights like that. Are you a guy that you, you have to, do you create your own, I guess, motivation in a way? Or do you, do you naturally just go out there and play? You know, I think, uh, you know, I wasn't a highly, highly recruited guy. Um, you know, it was like the big sky and, and BYU. Okay. So, uh, 
you know, Hawaii was in there and, and maybe a few other schools, but nothing, nothing crazy. And so I think kind of that's been the story of my whole life, you know, trying to prove people wrong. And, and that's what I hope to do, you know, every time I step on that field. So now I've had conversations with people that know you well, and they, they, they say that you are a teddy bear off the field, but when you get on the field, they, they use the terminology and they mean it lovingly, a bleep hole. <laughs> Uh, and that's that. That was the direct quote I heard from somebody that would know you very, very well. And I think that's the. That, can you, is that is that your mentality? I guess, I guess I'll start there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's, yeah. People don't really like me on the field, but uh, you know that's all right. Uh, you know because we'll be good friends off the field, especially teammates. You know what I mean? Uh, I think there's got to be a, a switch that's flipped there and. Mm-hmm. And it's a different mindset going in and, and doing the job we do. So. Now, how difficult can that be to, to flip that switch on when you're on the field, but it, as soon as you're off it, you, you, how, do, how do you turn it off? Honestly, I don't know. Okay. I think it just, it, it's just kind of just a natural thing. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I don't know how, how it turns on, how it turns off, but it just happens. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. I, I can respect that. Yeah. That's the thing about this is you guys, obviously, you play, you, you've been trying to play with an edge all year long. And I felt like that ECU game, for example, you got you kind of got that edge back. And how difficult has it been, I guess, as a team? I know that you say you, you always play with that edge, but how difficult has it been at, at moments this season to find that edge and to, just to, to, to buy into it? Yeah, I think it, it's been it's been tough. Um you know, there's been different things, you know, affecting affecting us in, in different ways. Um, you know, but I think, you know, we finally have, you know, most of the guys buying in and 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 you can tell, you know, when when it does finally click. And so we're just excited to to keep going from from where we're at. So now Boise is uh, pretty heavily favored in this one. I think last check, our friends at Bet Online had them as an eight-point favorite in this game, and that means they're expected to beat you guys by over a touchdown. Uh, but I, I, I harken back to uh, Baylor Romney's very first start. You probably remember this. I don't know. Did you start in that game? Yeah. When he made his first. Yeah, start? I did. Okay, so going into that game, I, I was like, okay, there is no chance BYU's winning this game. Like, I, I, I was like, it, Boise State's nationally ranked. Uh, they're starting a, a backup quarterback. Baylor was making his first start. I think that Blake Freeland was making his first career start as well at right tackle in that game. Yeah. But you, yeah. Went, you guys went out there and like take, took control of that game. Is, is that something you guys can uh, kind of buy into in this game? Because you're expected to go up there and lose. Yeah, I think so. Um you know, I think there's there's a great opportunity for us to to go up there and and do our thing and hopefully come out with a win. So it'll be exciting. Now, uh, in terms of what Boise throws at you, mentioned the fact that you you're very familiar with their defensive line. They're right now they're among the tops in the country defensively. What has made them so effective in terms of just their ability to slow down opposing teams? Yeah, you know. Um, they're not a defense that's going to come throw a bunch of crazy looks at you. Um, you know, but they're, they're super solid, um, you know, with their technique, with their scheme and, and holding the gas that they're supposed to be in and then shedding blocks when needed and, and making plays that way. And so, you know, just, just knowing, you know, we, we know where the, the defense is going to be at. And so executing those blocks and then staying on those blocks the entire time, you know, I think that will help us this game. So. 
Now, I, I had a conversation with somebody, and they, they, they were they were lamenting the fact that, like, BYU, they're, they're not, like, engaging on their box. They're not holding them long enough. And I, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, here's the thing. As an offensive lineman, the best thing you can do, really, is just to shield guys in certain circumstances. Like, the biggest thing is yeah. getting between them and the run and, and the run game in particular, and also in the pass game, just making sure that Jaron has a clean pocket to work from. Can you, can you give us an insight as to how important it is just simply, you know what, just do your job. It may not be a perfect block, but just get in front of the guy yeah I think um you know a term that's used a lot is just to get a body on a body you know and so you know and that that is exactly what what it says it is you know just just getting your body on on the guy you're you're responsible for and and then kind of letting the back do everything from there or letting Jaron do everything from there and so as long as we we're able to to get a body on a body and and stay with the guy we're supposed to be on and I think it will, it will go as planned. So It sounds like Lopini is going to be the, the starter again this week. Uh, Kalani was saying that Chris Brooks is pre, is doubtful for this week's game, but uh, I thought Lopini was very good last week. Had his second career 100-yard rushing game. Actually, go back all the way to 2018 to get his other 100-yard game in his career. What makes Lopini so effective in his role? You know, I think he's just, he's just always ready when his number's called. You know, like you said, um, you know, it is only his, his second 100-yard, you know, plus rushing game. But, uh, you know, he's he's always there in the mix, and, and he's always ready when when his number is called. And, you know, whether it be a backup for Tyler or, or in the mix, you know, this year, whenever he was called, you know, he was ready to, to step up and make a play when needed. So I think that's that's what he does well. Did the game plan change at all with him as the number one back versus a guy like Chris Brooks, if at all? No, I didn't. Okay, so it, it so you guys are just essentially doing the same things. It's just a, it's a, you guys go out yep. there. Okay. Yep. All right, so uh, I want to get into just some other fun stuff before we close up shop here. We'll get to those momentarily. Uh, let's first talk about our friends over at Sweatblock. And, uh, Clark, I'm going to throw this at you. Have you ever had a moment on the field? I know you guys are big, sweaty dudes on the field, but have you ever like had a moment on the field that just completely embarrassing where you're like, oh, my gosh. It's like the, the Southwest want to get away moment. Oh, yeah, those, those always those always happen every now and again. Well, and that's what Sweatblock uh, sweat is here for. It, the, the goal is to make it so that you don't have to worry about that. I, I always harken back. I don't know how much you watch the NCAA tournament but former Arizona coach uh oh it's Sean Miller he was famous and you can go back and look look this up Clark if you have not seen it he would sweat through his shirt like it would go translucent like blue yeah, white yeah. have you seen you probably have you seen it okay yeah I've seen that well that's what like that's what sweat block is here for the sweat block wipes are a must-have for everybody's toiletry bag whether it's a big presentation or a hot date everybody can benefit if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor try sweat block save 20 percent with the promo code locked on at sweatblock.com it's also available on amazon but once again save 20 percent with the promo code locked on at sweatblock.com also brought to you today by our friends over at uccu uh, a bank that i've been banking with since i was a young pup i would encourage you guys to take advantage of this. They are offering right now a 15-month uh, savings certificate with an incredibly high APY of 4.00%. Plus, you can jump up to an even higher rate of return anytime during the life of your certificate if interest rates continue to go up. That's the best part about it. You make one deposit, then let your money grow and grow and grow with a fixed rate of return that's much higher than the standard savings account. How much higher? A lot higher. As I mentioned, 4.00%. You also can get a savings certificate for as low, low as $500. 
making this an awesome opportunity for every type of saver, big or small. So take advantage of it now, my friends. They're offering that 15-month savings certificate with an incredibly high APY of 4.00% and a variety of term options to match your specific needs, but it's only available for a limited time. So go take advantage of it now. It's an incredible opportunity for everybody who wants to build their savings. Visit uccu.com to learn more or to get that savings certificate today. UCCU, love where you bank. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you for uh, bearing with my voice. Uh, Clark, your voice sounds nice and strong. So uh, I'm probably, I'm probably dragging this, this podcast down today, but as we go out the door here, as we finish things up uh, in terms of going on the road, you guys have two of your final three games on the road here. When it go, when it comes to road games, what is your favorite part about being out there on the road? Um, I just think it's always fun to, to get out and see, see a new part of the country. Um, you know, just, just be able to play in a new environment and, and, have that experience I, I think is that's just always a good time now obviously you guys are somewhat familiar with Boise and Albertson Stadium uh in terms of Boise is there any like must see or must do things up there oh gosh I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to be honest uh, I'm sure there is but you know most of the time we just stay in the stay in the hotel and maybe walk the streets near it but that's about it well, and see that the reason I ask is because I've I, there there are guys who like to do different things on road trips. Like uh, Steve Young, for example, famous BYU alum. Uh, I don't know if you read his uh, his biography that he his autobiography he did recently. <laughs> he talked about the fact that he was he was so nervous he had like performance anxiety issues that he would like literally hole up in his room and his uh, roommate Brent Jones, who's one of the more famous tight ends in San Francisco 49ers history, would actually he had the same uh, breakfast every single game day. It was two power bars and a banana, and Brent would go out and get it. He wouldn't. Steve wouldn't even leave the room and he said once I got on the field everything went away but the lead up to that is what changed it and I think that there are guys that they have those type of issues but the other guys like you I, I, you strike me as a guy that you're pretty laid back and then when you, once you take the field you're like alright let's go out and do this thing yeah yeah um, I think holding it in and you know stressing about it you know almost just makes it worse okay and so you know Especially with the old line guys, you know, we're all a bunch of goofy guys. And so, you know, we just try to have a good time, <laughs> okay. you know, wherever we're at. Okay, when, so. you, when you say goofy guys, I know offensive linemen, you guys kind of, as I say, toil in anonymity because you guys really don't want your names to be highlighted on a game. Because usually right. you made a penalty. When you, when you say goofy yeah. guys, what, what do you mean by that? I don't know. Just just always always down to have a good time. Okay. Um, you know, you, you always find us laughing and, and kind of goofing off and – you know, but when it does come closer to the game, you know, we, we understand it's a serious thing. And so then we, we tend to quiet up and get a little bit more serious. But definitely night before the game, day before the game, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to have a good time and just, you know, have a, have a fun time with the boys and, and chill that way. So, How much is that, uh, I guess, a part of, like, Coach Funk? Like, does, he, does he participate in this or is he kind of a, an aloof dude who's just like, you know what, we're going to handle our business on the field? Yeah, um, you know, he kind of he trusts us, and and so you know he just lets us do our thing, and and you know he knows that that one once it comes game time, we'll, we'll handle what we're doing. So now, uh, obviously, you you've been teaming with Blake Freeland all year long, and there's been a little bit of rotation at center with uh, Connor and Joe on your other side. But what yeah. what do, what do you enjoy most about playing with a guy like Blake? Because he he strikes me as a guy who he's no nonsense on the field. Because I've tried to interview him, and he's a man of very few words. But he seems like yeah. when he's on the field, though, he seems like he's uh, much more demonstrative. Is that is that true? Yeah, I think 
you know, the the longer you get to play next to somebody, the more you you kind of just understand, you know, how the, the other person plays. And so I think that's a big thing with me and Blake right now. Um, you know, uh, just just knowing how he's going to be there or where he's going to be at a certain spot or or how I can best help him or how he can best help me with the block. You know what I mean? And and so there's just just better continuity that way, and you just kind of learn learn as you go and. And you just kind of know and and expect okay. kind of certain things out of each other. And, and so I, I think that's just what, what makes it so fun. Is that kind of go for the same, I guess, for Connor for on your right side at center and I guess over on the right side of the line? Is that is that the same thought process as well as, well as like guys like Mason and Isaac Rex as well? I think so, yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's always, you know, learning opportunities and things like that. But I think the more you play together – you know, the the more you're you're able to expect a certain certain thing to happen. Now, so. in terms of you guys, you're on the road. Uh, what is your preferred, I guess, pregame meal on the road, or is it just you guys just eat whatever the team gives you? Yeah, I just eat whatever the team team gives us at the hotel. So, hopefully, usually usually it's good, and, and so you know they they feed us pretty well. Now, you guys have a full time nutritionist this year. Is that right? Yeah, how, yeah. How how important has that been for you guys just to have somebody that's there that's it's kind of keying in your guys' diet, helping you maintain your weight, et cetera? Yeah, it's been it's been cool. Um, you know, this guy, you know, he has been around for a little bit, uh, you know, but but we're just taking you know more advantage of it, you know, these days. Um, you know, with where we're getting breakfast, you know, uh, snack and and dinner, and so. Um, you know, they're providing lots of food and, and good food and food that will help us, you know, continue to build our bodies. Right. So I've seen those Traegers and he, he, he loads those bad boys up and it's chicken and, yeah, steak and all this stuff. And <laughs> I, it looks absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff for sure. All right. Well, Clark, a big thank you once again for joining us as always a little later on this week, but looking forward to the game against Boise. And then we'll I'll look forward to catching up with you next week on the bye week. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, there you go. That's Clark Barrington. For Clark, I'm Jake. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. want to encourage you now to make your second listen. Our friends over the Locked On Big 12 podcast get caught up on everything going on in the Big 12 conference with Josh Neighbors. Get that free and available wherever you get your podcasts just like this one. Until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya.